This week's episode is brought to you by Hot Sauce Shiro. I don't know about y'all, but I love my hot sauce with some flavor. Hot Sauce Shiro offers four unique flavors. You can get peanut jalapeno, red hot chili peach, Thai chili lychee, or guava lava. And me and E just got this air fryer, so we're going to be cooking up our wings. And best believe we're going to be putting this hot sauce shiro on them. You can grab your hot sauce shiro at hotsaucehiro.com. Use the code 20OFF at checkout and save 20% off of your order. Hot sauce shiro, love in a bottle. Now let's start the show. Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while managing friendships, relationships, and family ships. I'm here and I got Meezy with me. Whole lot of gang shit, what it do? Our boy Nick decided to take some PTO and you know what, I've been meaning to call HR and ask him about our time off because every Sunday, your girl is tired. You got vacation days? Shit, you ain't gonna deny this call out, so no matter. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta choose that. You can't deny this call out. I mean, I guess you got stuff to do, so he he ain't here. He can't be here, but that nigga did, bro. He here in R- spirit. R.I.P. My nigga Nick. We love you, Nick. Yeah. Uh, we're bringing flowers every birthday, we'll, every holiday. We'll meet you at the crossroad. We're gonna be pouring a little barbecue sauce out for you. Your Rottweiler is gonna be taken care of. Right, right, right. You know, I'm good with that stuff. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna hold. The, I'm gonna keep the the, the Xbox. We're gonna have the the 2K live. We're gonna play it on the background at the monitor. I'm gonna practice on my free throws for you too. Facts. <laughs> So while you guys are here, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share us on your social medias using our hashtag Textual Tuesday. And you know, if you talk to us, we're going to talk back. So you can hit us all individually or as a group, as a collective. You know, we be paying attention. I love talking to y'all on the internet. I love commenting on y'all shit. Like I'm right here. I slide in the comments here once in a while on some wild shit. Right. Just know the same way y'all say that we friends. We your friends, and y'all be talking through the episode. Y'all can leave them same conversations y'all have while listening in our comments. And I love to see y'all uh, when y'all listening and y'all put it on y'all stories. That's hard. I appreciate that. Thank y'all. That's love. Yeah, that's love. That melts my heart. Love in a cup. <laughs> <coughs> so, what you do this weekend, Meezy? Um, oh, I tried not to do nothing, but you know when uh, when people call you for your time and your presence. You gotta follow through. I ran through, did do some work. Uh, my dad made me go to dinner with him and my mom this weekend. So hmm. for the first time as an adult, or for the first time ever, I don't really remember. I got to sit in a restaurant with my mom and my dad, who broke up before I was born. So I'd never seen it before. So it's fucking weird. This was on a Friday night? Saturday, actually. Dang. Yeah. What y'all eat? Uh, my mom, we went to this little crab place, and uh, my mom got the crabs. You know, 10-piece killer don't do nothing else. So <laughs> I bust down a little 12-piece, you know. So it was, it was, it was like, I'll talk to y'all about it later. So, I t- no, I, I'm wait. Tell you, I'm going to tell I you got, later. I got one more question. Are they getting back together? Like, Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they are 
a fucking football enthusiast, and so my mom is a Cowboys fan, and my dad is a Giants fan. So they put a wager on it. They had to take each other out, whoever lost, then Earl lost. So, yeah, take her out. Oh, and yeah. he was so, like, come on, Measy, come with me. Yeah, I had to go with him. He made me go. That's good to know that your parents are able to yeah, have a relationship. Uh, they not, like, the best of friends, but they've always been cordial my entire life. So Yeah? Yeah. Other than that, you ain't do nothing? Um, nah. It's just, uh, uh, I got home late Friday and Saturday, so, you know, I stayed up late and woke up late in the afternoons, but that's it, you know. I, I got one more question. What's um, up? What's the name of that seafood place y'all was at? Oh, I'm going to tell you off air. You know, we, okay. we take promos now. Uh, <laughs> word, word, yeah, word, yeah, word. Yeah, tell yeah, me tell off air because yeah, yeah. I love a good crab leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just fucking up Eric Check last weekend on some crab legs, so... Yeah, maybe I could get him to take me there and watch me eat yeah, some crab legs or shrimp, mussels, fun. all that. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, my weekend continued with the documentary 60 Days In. Bro, you still watching this? I'm caught up now. So today I was calling myself trying to binge watch, and I, I realized the next episode doesn't come out until this Thursday. So mm. I'm caught up. I then had to be productive, so I did some stuff around the house, uh, drank a lot of wine, did some shit with my hair. Little French braid. Yeah, I saw you know, you. I saw you know? you in these streets. So I could, so I could get busy without worrying about sweating out my press out. Okay, I see y'all here. Get so, busy with it. Oh, I mean, you know, oh. it's easy to sweat your hair out these days. And I plan on hitting the gym a little harder. Mm. <laughs> so. I, see. I, I see don't want to be, today. you know, out here sweating out my edges, one texture on the root, and then the the rest is straight. <laughs> that ain't a good look. So you know, right, right, right. we got to get it right. So I, I, I put it back in these braids, and we're gonna rock out for a couple weeks. All right, and that's that. See, I feel you. I feel you. I'm thinking about getting a little healthy tip myself. I mean, if you want the membership, I got you. Oh, we'll talk about that off. All air. right, off air, off air. <laughs> All right, y'all. This week, me and Meezy wanted to give you guys a relationship heat check. Because it's just the two of us this week. And, you know, the two of us, we got loves in our lives. And the heat check is basically, I want you to think about when you run in that shower water. And you don't want to <laughs> jump into it when it's too cold. So you just stick your hand in there and you check it, make sure the temperature gotta, right. You got to splash it with your fingertips. Right. Just, just to make sure. Just the inside of your wrist so it can hit there and you know the temperature's right. Right, right, right. So this is going to be a heat check for our relationship. Um, as you know, or if you listen every week, you know that I'm engaged and Meezy is in a long-distance relationship. Long. So. I put emphasis on the long. 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 How many hours? Um, Vehicle-wise, uh, eight. Yeah. So, you know, it's still East Coast, but, you know. Yeah, we ain't talking about no little cute little two-hour, hour and a half. No shade to y'all, but y'all can see each other whenever. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) We talk about the long distance. So, I mean, these last couple of episodes, we haven't really talked about where we're at in our relationships. And to be honest, we're we're past the the honeymoon stage. Facts. We on the ride. Facts. Now, um... With that ride, you know, you're in control of the speed, you're in control of the scenery and your destination. But if you drive in that car and you ain't putting no work into it, that shit is going to break down. And y'all may not make it to y'all final destination. I don't know where that metaphor came from, but I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We on the ride. I don't want to just say, like, we're putting in work because obviously that's understand. But, you know, we on the ride. So relationships become very, very tedious and you don't ever realize it. 
Yeah. While you in it. You so, don't think about yeah, it. So you don't realize what you have to do to keep it going. Like a like a car. You don't know, you know, you might remember, you know, I got to put some gas in it, but you might forget you need to check this oil. Right. So, you know, it is. It's fucking tedious as hell. Well, yeah. I mean, when you get that new car, you just ready. Yeah. You ready. You put got that little, new car sent. Put that little air freshener in there. <laughs> figure out what CD you going to pop in that baby. You picking everybody yeah. up for a ride. Yeah. Yo, check out my baby. I yeah. just got this new whip. And, and two months later, that motherfucker in the driveway, dirty as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you like, oh, I was supposed to wash this thing. <laughs> it's clothes in there. You living out the back of it. But, you know. But, but yeah. We can get into it, you know. So, a little background. Um, we're all friends. Which is wild. Though. I'm friends with Meezy's girl. Meezy, of course, is friends with producer E. Producer E and Meezy's girl. Are we, can we say her name? Yeah. Yeah. Meezy's Jazz and E go way, 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 way back. Right. They, brothers and sisters, they 10 years deep in the game. Damn. Uh, young Sigma, Young Zeta. Right. Just rolling out. Like, right. they got history. Pronounce the team. <laughs> Zeta. I know, the finer women. So, oh, you feel bad. No, so, no disrespect. You know, I know how y'all take that person. No disrespect. Right. So, they have a lot of things in common. And, you know, they picked Eric picked me up about three, four years ago. <laughs> Meezy got picked up last year, and we just a part of their world. Stop saying picked up. <laughs> Nigga, we went hobos. <laughs> Niggas went thumbing for the ride. <laughs> So, you know, they friends, we friends, and we just out here. Everybody, I feel like everybody has a finger in what everybody is going through. Uh, no, I won't even lie. No, you don't? No. No. Uh, I don't ask nothing. <laughs> okay. It's me. I don't say shit. Like, I'm sure you, I mean, I'm sure Jazz and E talk on the regular. They probably talk a little bit more to me. And then I'm I'm learning that you and her talk on the regular. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I don't ask no questions. I'm cool. Bro. We can add you in the group chat oh, if you want. I, <laughs> leave me out of that one. <laughs> Let me leave me in the dark, please. All right, so let's 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 go a little bit deeper. Where did you and Jazz meet? Uh, you know me, I came through on this textually active thing, shooting my shit, you know, being, burr, 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 burr. you know, being a player fly young nigga that I was, you know, talking about my life's trials and tribulations, and uh, she heard it, and you know, I guess she hit one of y'all. I was like, "Who is that?" And y'all, y'all told him the story that I hear is Rez. You emphasized that I was extra single. Single as fuck is what I said. Oh, single as fuck. Right, and so um. <laughs> Uh, you know, Instagram showed, uh, uh, they had used that feature, you know, you ask a question. I put it up. She asked a question about long distance shot shooting. I told her to shoot a shot. She shot a shot. Uh, next thing I know, we were in the same room and the weekend ended and I had a girlfriend. That's a, that's, a, that's a good take because a lot of women are unsure about shooting their shot. So, Shoot your shot, you can end up with a man. Right. I've always been an advocate of women shooting their shots because the worst thing that can happen is he just fucked. Right. And then you can go on about your business. And keep it going. But if you're clear on what you want and your intentions, you can end up with a man. Facts. So that's how that happened. And then... You and E, though. Yeah. You and E story a little bit more complicated. It is. It is. It, it has some history, so I'm going I'm to give y'all the, the Cliff Notes version. 
You know, I was out a little hot thing. Ooh. About 50 pounds lighter. Ooh. Uh, no hair. Ooh. <laughs> and the if you know little, me. The little Bob Joy. <laughs> no, no hair. Oh, like, no. shortcut. Oh, shit. Like, just a little little bit on the top. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, out of the bar, he caught eyes. He was checking out your girl. You know, he was feeling me. I was with my friend. My friend was like, yo, what's up? You should hook him up. Um... We ended up, I think he sent me a friend request on Facebook. Then we ended up exchanging numbers and talking. And I showed you this was a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> a date. <laughs> we went out on a date or two, started messing around. I realized, you know, I wasn't ready because Eric was on the path to finding a wife. Ooh. And um, I still had a little bit of things I needed to resolve, if okay. you know what I mean. Oh. So I, I let him down easy. <laughs> And then a couple months later, we ran into each other at a bar. Now, if you let Eric tell it, he will say that I stalked him at that bar. Probably. But the backstory is I took him to that bar. So, therefore, that's my bar. I introduced you to it. okay. And I specifically told him, this is my bar. Don't come here without me. Damn. Don't bring nobody else to this bar. This is my bar. This is where I be. Um. So, I ran into him on a Wednesday night. Never forget he was flexing, you know, his hair was cut, Ooh, lips was moisturized, bad. skin was popping, and you know, he came up, he was like, yo, you want a shot? Now, if you know me. <laughs> we don't turn drinks around. I don't, I don't turn no drinks down. So we took a shot, and then we just picked it back up from there and jumped right into what they call the honeymoon phase. And, and then apparently it's led to you have a, 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 a glowing rock on your finger. Right yes. Now. So, yeah, that's how our story went. That's crazy. Or that's how our story is going. <laughs> <laughs> it went. It's not over yet. The be- the, some people say the best is yet to come. It is. I feel like it's a lot to look forward to when you're thinking about... When I think about my relationship and where we are now and thinking about all the rest of the stuff that we need to do in the future as far as our relationship, like, I want to buy a house together. I still got places I want to travel. I want to have babies now. I know. If you listen, like, (laughs) 15 episodes ago, I was like, that was one of my worst fears. But I could see myself having a child. Stop lying, bro. Nick said we should do a dog first. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we could do a dog. But, you know, it's just a journey. It is. So how is communication in your relationship? I uh, feel like people always put emphasis on how much you need to talk. Uh, I'm just be honest. I don't like to talk. I don't like to. Like the other day we was in we got into a, a spat because I uh I am very short. Short. <clears throat> I don't go into many details about nothing. Um, she asked me where I was at. And, uh, she asked me what did I do that night, and I told her nothing. And uh, the conversation went further than it should have been because all I said was nothing, and then I then went on to say, you know, I went to hookah and we was chilling. That's it. So I really didn't say much. And then, you know, she got a little frustrated and hung up. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I I felt like I had probably taken out some frustration that I had out of her. So, you know, I had to send a text like, you know, I didn't mean to. It's just I'm tired. Been up all day. I'm a little frustrated because for some reason when I go to when I go have these meetings about other shit, uh, I leave 
myself reflecting and then I get frustrated about the shit. And so talking to her after that, I was probably, I probably put her in a place where it, I probably, I didn't mean to. And so usually when it comes to communication, she, she is the talker. I am the, the, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Like, it's just me. Like, I just don't like to, I don't talk that often. I think I I could see that. <laughs> I could definitely yeah, see that. Yeah. But it's just hard to imagine that being in a long distance relationship and not having that communication factor because that's basically what carries your relationship. It does. It is it is one of those things, but you know, for me the hard part is not I've never been in a relationship that made me communicate. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I would see whoever I was dating at the time, if not during the week, on the weekends. So, you know, we check in during the week, but then we spend all of our time together on the weekends. Yeah. So now being in this relationship now, it's more so like it be days where, you know, I don't really want to talk at all, but I still have to, you know, get up, send, either send a text, get on FaceTime or whatever it is and still talk. But yeah. I think it's easier when it's face to face because there's a lot of distractions in right. your face. Like y'all could watch TV, y'all could listen to music together, exactly. y'all could just be doing different things in separate rooms, and that communication doesn't necessarily have to be there. Right. But with it being strictly phone conversations exactly. or FaceTime, right. it's only so much staring you could do. She gonna want to hear some words. Even not even that, bro. Is you know I'm I am very distracted. I get distracted easily. I don't care. So we having a conversation on FaceTime. I end up switching tabs, looking at something, just keeping it regular. I'm very to myself, bro. So being in a relationship is hard for me, and being in a long distance relationship is even harder. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those. They say that a lot about Aquariuses that you guys are to yourself. I don't. I know you don't follow, but they say that a lot about your sign. Uh, well, probably, you know, I, I mean, I think that's just because that's how it was. Like, me and, I lived with my mom till I was, like, 18. Like, I was the only child. So. That no, could play a part into it, too. Right. So, no matter what it was, like, all of my friends that I ever had were at school. So once I got home, there was no kids in my neighborhood at all. So once I got home, it was just me and the TV, me, the video game, me, the computer. So so yeah. there's no communication going on. You're right. used to being quiet. <laughs> I'm used to being with myself. And sometimes, I mean, for me, I find peace in right. that silence. And I feel like I do a lot of thinking. So that turns into me not doing a lot of talking. Right, right. Because <laughs> I've been with you at E. Like when y'all like just be chilling, and a lot of times it's just y'all like sitting there, like y'all just be sitting in a room, like, right? Yeah, because that's me. I just want to spend quality time, and he will tell you whenever we're just sitting on the couch and he's like playing a game. He's like, "Why don't you do X, Y, and Z?" I'm like, "No, I just want to sit here." He's like, "You cool? Like you just want to be up under me, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want to sit here and enjoy each other's company." As far as Communication in our relationship, though, um, since we had that long distance period between when we first started dating again and then he moved down here to North Carolina, we were in that long distance relationship. And it was so much communication going on. Like, I'm telling you my stressors throughout the day. I'm texting you, telling you all this because, you know, I miss you. So I want you to know everything that's going on with my life and I want to hear from you. Now, 
when we got face to face, I feel like our communication is kind of on a decline and it turns into tiffs about things that we're not communicating. And the other day we had a situation where we're talking and he just like blurted out, well, you don't like to talk about your feelings anymore. So I don't know how you feel about this. And to be honest, I didn't even know that I wasn't doing a good job communicating. So that was kind of like a checkup for me. But it's just hard to communicate those feelings when you have, like, for me, I have a lot of stuff on my mind day to day. It's like, I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to make sure food is cooked. What am I going to eat? Right. Is the house clean? What do I have to do today? It's just so much going on. And school and work. School and work. Yeah. And then I got to keep up my appearances. So it's just like, when do I have time to really, by time I get home, 7.30 at night. I don't got, I don't feel like talking. Right. I done talked all day. Right. I done talked at work. Um, talk to my friends like I really don't have anything to say and it turns into us just sitting on the couch quiet yeah and I realized like one of my biggest things is I'm always I'm very I'm very against the mundane things so if it's something that's like very important to me I feel like I tell jazz Mm -hmm. but if it's like we literally I, I, I went out this weekend. I went to hookah. We spent the first hour catching up. The last two hours of it was us talking hip hop. Like, <laughs> telling you that, you know, like, you, like, you don't need to know it. It's not important. It's just, we just was hanging out. Right. And so telling you that is like, I don't want to burden you with the, the details of shit. I just want, you like, I just want to, you know, like, here, this is where I was at. This is what I was doing. Yeah. And that's it. I don't really... But it may sound repetitive to you, but it's probably something that she really does want to hear. I know, but... Just something you know. to feel like, since she's not here, she needs the By you telling her what your day was like, that's giving her a feeling of feeling like she's a part of it. Yeah, but my day is very, very... Uh, a cycle. hmm So it's usually me, work, eat, sleep. Yeah, you. <laughs> me sleep, eat you. Me sleep, eat you. Me sleep, eat you. And then Friday comes, and it's maybe something. For the last six months, I haven't left the house. Period. Like yeah. I haven't, I haven't been anywhere, and so I haven't done anything. And then, like, it's either I come here and I'm with E and Rez, and we're working on textually active, or I'm just in the house. And so. Every like ever since I got a girlfriend, my entire life has changed drastically. Right. Like like last night I went out and my friends well the people that I was with, they were like, Yo, bro, you ain't never at home and it's like, Yes I am. Like They don't think you're at they home on, anymore. They only see me when I go see Jazz or me and Jazz go to Atlanta. And so they think, Bro, you always gone and I'm like, Nah, I'm usually in the house in my room. Yeah, and so it's weird for me to try to like, cause it's a cycle, and so it's never. I'm never not, you know. I'm never. I'm doing the same thing. So if I told you what I did yesterday, I'm probably gonna do it now, and for the like for the rest. It, you know, I had that same thing because most of my days are repetitive, but. I try to pick little small things that happen throughout the day. Uh, I mean, I think I'm pretty funny. So funny stuff happens to me all the time. So, you know, I could be at work. Somebody comes in and they're talking about a crazy situation. I bookmark that in my head. So when I come home, I could be like, yo, babe, I got a story for you. And we could talk about it just to have something to talk about. Because it turned into... 
E constantly telling me like I don't I don't remember you telling me about this or you never told me about that or I didn't hear the story about how your day went and he'll hear me telling it to somebody else and it's like damn I'm really I really Not suck talking. at communication yeah. <laughs> and I pr- I talk on a podcast. Right. So how can I not talk to the e? person you love and live with? Right. Right. So, you know, he's here and he hears, you know, me having these conversations. So right. I can only imagine how he feels. <laughs> but we working on it. Right. That I mean, that's how you can do. It's just you can work on it. Like I find myself like like I was leaving to house to go hang out and I found myself texting like, yo, I'm about to go out. You know, you might be trying to talk, you know, you might try to call me, but I'm going to be out. And so that's things I don't usually do. Like I just leave and go out and not say nothing about it. Yeah. Or I might mention it like earlier in the day. I might go out later and then, but this weekend I was literally like, yo, I'm about to leave. I'm about to go do such and such. And so I think that's just me working on it. I think it's a part of the journey. Yeah. If she, I mean, she is willing to grow with you in every stage that you're in. Right now you're on your stage for working on communication in your relationship. Right. And as long as she sees that you're doing better, that is what it is. That's, that's Now, facts. as far as you said something about your friends always saying that, you know, you're out or you're with Jazz. How do you balance that time? Between friends and your relationship. Because when I was in a long distance relationship. You was out here. I mean, I was, but I wasn't because I always wanted to be at home on the phone. Mm. So it was like, you either on the phone or you out living your life. Which one do you want to do? So how do you manage that? I don't, bro. I don't manage it at all because I don't have any friends. Right. Like, I don't have any friends, and most of the time I spend all of my free time with y'all. Mm-hmm. So, generally, it's, yo, I'm about to go to E and Red's house. Uh, we about to go do whatever we about to go do. And so, it's like, well, if she needs to find me. To- she could call our phone. <laughs> right, <laughs> Which right. has happened. Or if she hasn't heard from me in a while, she's calling Red's. And, right. And saying, is Meezy there? It's Meezy there. It happened one time. It's just one time. But... It's like that. And then when it's like, you know, the other group of people that I'm around, I haven't, I've, I won't say my relationship has changed. I think my life is changing. And so. That's something people don't think about. Yeah. They always try to say that it's you changing, but no, my circumstances are changing. And my life is changing for for different aspects. So it's like um I was really heavy into helping my friend with his music. Mm-hmm. And so we were always together. And so once that started to I always have a different project. So once my projects take shape, that's where I'm at at time. And so you know, in the last year, year and a half, my projects have been back to back to back. So it was me in the house working on this radio show I had. The radio show went down, then it's me doing Probably Shouldn't Be Drinking. Once Probably Shouldn't Be Drinking was up, that was me doing that. So now my free days are, my sad, my weekends are now Probably Shouldn't Be Drinking things. Probably Shouldn't Be Drinking disappeared, and now I'm intellectually active. Intellectually active, out of nowhere, took this huge blow up. From a live show to us traveling to us doing a bunch of shit. So now I have to, I'm 
I'm a res- I'm a responsibility kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So now I'm investing in this, and this is what's working right now. I have to put my all into that. So me putting my all into that is taken away from the other stuff that I used to love. It don't mean I love it less. I mean, I don't love it. I just love it less. And so now with that, I'm just, I'm not in that place no more. And so people have to realize I'm not in that place no more. And so then the void, the emptiness that was, my relationship has now filled. Okay. And so now since I'm not hanging with y'all, I can't just go out. Like we would go out and party and do shit. Now I'm looking at all these bitches. I can't do that no more because I'm trying to separate myself from the temptation of life. Because I finally found somebody that's like that's worth trying with. Yeah. And so now I just have to, you know, put up like put what I think is important now first. Yeah. Because with friendships, friendships are always going to be solid unless something drastic, dramatic happens. You can understand that, well, Meezy's got something that he's working on, and he's always going to be here, but he's just not going to be able to do it like we used to do it. Yeah. And that's just where I'm at with it. I think, I hear you. It sounds like you're saying that you put your your all into any situation that you're working in. Right. So it in this case, it's taken away from some of your friendships because you decided to put your all into something else. Right. It's just, but, I'm, I'm not in the same place. My life isn't the same no more. Yeah. Where I disagree is that people have this idea that friends are just sitting there waiting. Right. And maybe it's because I'm not the friend that sits there and wait. I'm the friend that's like, yo, um, I see you with your with your boyfriend, but I need you to, um, <laughs> hello, water me, feed me, come spend time with me. So I can't relate. Uh, I, if I did that to my friends, I wouldn't have friends. But I think that's a gender thing too. Yeah, but I feel like men have feelings about it too. I yeah, know- but men, like men and their friends are... Like, and I'm sure, you know, everybody listening can attest to this. I don't have to speak to my guy friends weekly to understand. Like. They can the, pick it up. They can, Yeah, like, they can just, like, we when we get to a point where we have to talk or we see each other, we pick back up like it's never been a thing, you know. And so, I, and I'm noticing that, like. So you think they're more understanding than Yeah, like, they, because we don't communicate to each other. Uh-huh. So it's just like when we pick up, we pick up where we was at. Nah, I I don't know. I think some men would probably be feeling away if they see you with a girl. But it depends on the girl. Like if the girl is bettering you and making you a better person, I could see men being like, all right, well, Meezy's with his girl. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. But if she was just out here like bringing you down, I could see your friend stepping in and saying, yo, what's up? Where you been at? Nah, fuck them next. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have to I think it's important to keep that balance while you're doing multiple things because if not you could find yourself losing who you are because everything re- revolves around your relationship everything is about what you're doing with your spouse or one where my, you guys are going one of my biggest fears and that to be honest that is a very scary feeling for me because I don't want to lose who I am in my relationship. So I make it a point to always reach out to my family and see how they're doing, see how my friends are doing, touch bases, still be the same person that I was when they met me at a friend as a friend and then be the same person I am as a fiance right. as I will be as a wife. I want to be the same friend consistently throughout all my friendships. So I, I take a lot of pride in trying to put time into 
every friendship while I'm in a relationship. How long did it take you to get to that point? Because, you know, you moved down here, and so now your friends aren't accessible. So, you know, he had started something up with people that he was around, and he was developing relationships, and then you moved down. So... Like, was it like, I need to st- try to get in with these relationships first before I try to keep the ones? Or was it, let me keep the ones I have and build these later? Yeah. I, so some of my friendships didn't make it from uh, in Delaware to here. And, you know, that was that was hard. That was challenging because... Like I said, I take a lot of, I put a lot of weight into friendships. So when I got down here, my focus was to meet new people, but also make sure my grass was watered with the friends I have now. So I was, I mean, from that situation of losing friends, that's hard. Like that's hard to deal with. So I tried to put a little bit of extra care into the the circle that I have. So it's like, I don't want to go through that again. I don't like that feeling. So... I was just calling them constantly, making sure I'm still checking in, trying to have the <laughs> the same conversations that we had face to face. And me and my friend Jerima started making FaceTime dates because <laughs> Jerima can't text for shit. I'm gonna be honest. Like we will be mid conversation and then I won't hear from her until the next day. Right. So I was like, yo, um, we going out. I need you to set your camera up. We gonna be sitting at FaceTime while we eat lunch together because Damn. that's what we used to do. So I put a lot of emphasis on my old friendships and then tried to make new ones, but right. you know. It's hard. It is. That that's a hard situation because when your old friends see you with new friends, who chilly. Right. They don't know. They don't take they don't take too kindly. <laughs> I remember um I went back up to Delaware and I seen my friend, best friend, and she was like, Yeah, I see you with your new friends. You don't never call me no more, X, Y, and Z. I'm like, damn, I don't like that feeling. Right. So it's it's a balance. It's a scale. It is. How are you with I mean, you said you just spending a lot of time talking to Jazz and not really putting much time into your friendship. I mean, my friendships are solid. We're we're like we're. I don't have many friends. You yeah, know? there are people that I you know I deal with. Like you know, it's people that I deal with, but the people that I consider like friends or family, they understand. We don't have to talk all the time. Like you know where I'm at. We in the group chat. We send music back and forth. Like we understand what's going on. Like, Okay, so it's not yeah, completely like, radio yeah, silence. Like my, you still yeah, got the group chat he, with the memes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, my friend, like my one of my friends, he's a dad now. So, you know, he's he's raising, a, I think his kid's about to be two. Like, sure. he's raising a two-year-old. My other, my other friend, he's got his projects that he's working on. He's also a dad, you know. It's like, bro, I'm not a dad yet. I don't understand the concept, but I, I understand you have to do what you got to do. And we all got stuff we got to do. And we, we, we can't, when we find time to get back to each other, we'll get back to each other. Yeah. Like one of my best friends, we probably talk to each other maybe once or twice a year. And but just because of what our past is, we'll always be friends. Like because we had a really good past, we'll always be friends. And it's just one of those things. And it's same with family. Like bro, 
like we don't have to talk all the time, but we know, we pay attention. I think social media even helps with that. It, some people call it a deterrent. I like to call it a helper because I can see what's going on. My little cousin just had a cheerleading competition this weekend. She's like seven. Like I can see this. I don't have to go to these things. I don't have to be there, but I can see it. And then when you know we don't, we probably spend all of our time at holidays. But you know, if we needed to be together, other than that, we know where everybody's at. My whole family lives in my city so it's not like a a big difference so i think it that comes with a level of trust and trusting that they will always be there when you need them i think that's what helped me maintain my friendships i think it's a level of fear that comes behind you know abandoning your spouse to go spend time with your friends so if your relationship isn't solid and y'all can't trust each other how are you supposed to be able to expand and do stuff with your friends right the same way you do that with your relationship and trust that your friends will be there that's gotta, how I think yeah. it works verse vice versa. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Let's um let's jump into trust. 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 Big trust. <laughs> I think you need a lot for a long distance relationship. I don't. I don't think so. You don't? I don't think so. It's just you gotta know who you're with. Right. You gotta understand who you're with for like to under to be able to have trust, you just gotta know who you with. Like if you couldn't trust the person, you probably shouldn't be with them. So it's like jazz travels for work. Yeah. You know, I'm like I'm not worried about it. Like I'm worried about you know your safety mm-hmm. more so than what are you gonna do when you get there? Are you gonna go out and party and drink? And I I don't care about all that. So I got a question. What's up? Are you one of those people that start out with zero percent trust for somebody, or do you give people a hundred percent off? A hundred percent to start with. Oh, you get a hundred for me, no matter what. So they don't have to do no work. They just come in with, yeah, I trust you. No matter what. Because I only put myself around people that I can trust. Mm-hmm. I only surround myself around people that I can generally trust without having to work for it. Because if I don't, if I don't have to, if I don't feel like I can trust you, then what are we, you know, what are we doing? So in your relationship, you, I'm sure in the courting phase, you built up your trust or you came in with a hundred and you was like, all right, check. She did this. She does this. I trust Our relationship her. is weird. Right. I didn't realize it's Why? weird because yo, it, it started, it started literally on a, on a chance, bro. Okay. Like it, we took it. I took a chance at a relationship, bro. I woke up one morning and I was like, you're going to be my girlfriend. And then it worked. Yeah, because I think the episode before you got into a relationship, it was like, oh, I'm going to be single for a while. Right. And then I remember like listening to Like three episodes later. And like, I was like, nah, you're going to be in love by the end of the year. Right. And then it happened. So it's, I, I, I contribute that. I don't even want to make it sound like that. But I continue to whatever the higher power is. I don't want to offend nobody. So if it was it's God. For me, it's God. I just contributed to God. And God has been putting me in the right places for a while. Mm-hmm. And so there's always been a thought of, you know, get a girlfriend. And then there was always candidates. But this was the one that checked off the... The what you think you looking for list. Right. And so if it's sitting right there in front of you, that's, that means it landed in your lap. And so I was like, you know, I just have to, to 
to take it, really. I couldn't let that pass. And so with it being saying our relationship is weird because there was not there's not a courting phase because mm-hmm. we don't live in the same city. But you guys were talking on the phone for a bit. Before. Yeah, but it was like that's courting a, a month. Like we FaceTime for a month. So our relationship is always. She told me the other day, and she's corny as shit for it. She said we were predating. <laughs> That's and what it is. <laughs> it was a pre-date. And I'm like, bro, it's not a pre-date. Because when you're pre-dating, pre-dating seems very exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, no, I was still out here doing my thing. So we weren't pre-dating. But she calls it pre-dating. And so, like, once I once I thought I could be with be with her, that's where the trust started. Like, yeah. Yeah, because Bye. you started off with a leap of faith. Right. So it can so only like, go up from right, here. Like, if I'm just jumping out the window and asking you to be my girlfriend in the beginning, right. that, that is what it is. Right. Now. Because you and E mm-hmm. had a little, a little, a little one, two. It um, wasn't just, we ain't been solid the entire time. Yeah. So my trust with him, I want to say it started off on about 25%. Because Get the charger. Right. Because the second... The second chance with him, he still was a little tainted. He was jaded. Ooh, he was he was playing that jaded song. Ooh, so <laughs> he was like, yo, like, are you for real? Because I don't want to feel the way I felt the first time when you left me. Right. So for me, I had to build up that trust because it was always, and not necessarily, I know when you guys think about trust, you think about cheating or no. lying or, no, I had to be dependable. I had to say what I meant and do what I had to do in order for him to trust that this was going to happen. So when we got back together the second time, I was put through the ringer. It wasn't just here you are. So it was to the point where I was like, yo, are we about to do this? And he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, what? He was like, you hurt me the first time. So it's kind of hard for me to just say, we're going to be in this relationship right now. So our trust is a little different. Now for me, I got trust issues. I'm not going to lie. I'm not not calling you every five minutes. I'm not insecure. It's just I'm an overthinker. So When he's not around, it's, it's like, what the fuck could he possibly do? No, it's not that. It's just kind of like following the leader. <laughs> I have a hard time being submissive right. and just following each Eric's judgment. Like, right. I'm always double questioning it. True. Like, he could tell me something so simple, like, watch out. And I'm like, for what? Instead of moving. <laughs> and the joke is always that I'm going to get hurt because I'm always asking questions instead of just doing Fact. what he asked me to do. I got some of those tendencies. <laughs> so it's like, I... I want to do better and I want to be able to trust his judgment. But the Virgo in me is like, why? Where? How? What? What do you mean? What? I have noticed that about you. Yeah. Like you will be like, somebody will be like, Rez, I need you to do this. And you'll be like, well, I think, well. And it's like, no, like Rez, this is cut and dry. Like this is what I need you to do. <laughs> this is what I need you to do. It's like, he, last week he was like, I want to have this for dinner. And I'm like, no, I think we should have this. (laughs) Or no, I think we should make it this way because my way is better. And you can't, I can't do that in a relationship. We're going to get married. I have to be able to trust his judgment to some, some point. And I feel like it is vice versa too. Yeah. Because I, you know, like it's, it's a lot of times where I can see that Jazz gets frustrated with me. Because I, I'm against the grain so often, and 
And I think it's because, you know, I need to see what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I'm saying? I, trial and error. Yeah, it's got to be trial and error. And I know it could save me a lot of time if I just listen. But sometimes I want to see for myself. It's like the game you play when you're in a relationship and you say, this fact. And somebody goes, no, that's not it. The next five minutes, somebody's on Google looking it up. Right. <laughs> like some, we need, like, I feel like we need that. And so I think it's always about, like, I need you to know that I need this for my peace so I know for sure. It's not me just going against what you're saying. It's just I want to know for myself. Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. <laughs> but it can be yeah. so offensive. And I know it's like. If you say yeah. it's going to rain tomorrow and here you are on Google. Actually. It's not, but it's like I, I just need to know myself. Like, it don't say it's supposed to rain till 10 o'clock. Eventually, <laughs> eventually we're going to have to trust their word. Right. But I think that goes in goes into the roles that we want to play in our relationship. I mean, I feel like somebody has to be the leader and somebody has to be the follower, and you just you take turns switching that hat. Oh, uh, I think yeah, I think uh, I think I'm probably the follower because for me, I just don't want to be the leader. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't want to. Like, Why though? It's because. I don't want to have, I don't know, this is going to sound crazy. I don't want to be the person in charge of something. Just in case it goes wrong or just in just charge in, in general? Whatever, because it either leads to, well, that was Measy's idea. It went wrong. Let's try something else. Or Measy think he deserved all the credit for it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Deep. That's <laughs> and deep. And it's like, no, bro. I was here for the process just like you were. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be the one that's like getting all the credit or the reason that it's. It's like being a quarterback in the NFL. The quarterback wins a game, it's all on them. But if he has a bad game, then they lose. He had a bad game. It's like no, bro. Everybody was on this team. We're a team, bro. This my relationship is a team. Yeah. It's both parts. And the only reason that I try to give Jazz the lead is because I think Jazz has proven herself to be a leader. You know, I think I'm a follower with leader qualities that everybody sees, but in most of the time, I just want to be there. Like yeah. my favorite part of coming to Tegasly Active is because I can come in and just be talent. Like you, you and E do like a lot of the the grunt work, and for a person that's always been the guy having to do the grunt work, this is a relief. Yeah, just coming in, <laughs> just coming in and talking. <laughs> like I've had, it's been times before we met E. I got I, E is one of my favorite friends in the world because before E, before I met E, I was the producer of everything. I had to do the work. I had to figure out what was going to go on social media and whatnot. I had to do that, and it was like, bro, once E came in, I was so relieved. It's like I can just show up now, right? And I know somebody else has got it to take care of because it's a lot of shit I don't know how to do. I think it takes a, it's a, it's a weight having to be so much responsibility that comes along with being the leader in the relationship. And for me, I was comfortable following, um, easily for a while, like a good amount of time. But to be honest, that's not who I am because like I said, I'm always asking questions. Right. So I had to build up confidence to be able to say, you know what? Nah. We ain't we ain't doing right. it this way no more. Right. Like no, right. I seen how your way worked, but now nah, we gonna do it like this. Right. And so, but on some days, 
I don't want to do that. Exactly. Like on some days I want to come home and I want you to be able to make all the decisions. Right. So in our relationship, we kind of switch the roles. And I know it takes a toll on Eric's emotions because he's like, well, wait, because yesterday you was, you was HBIC. Right. Now today you want to be right. submissive Becky and I don't know like what to do. Right. So it's just all about, I guess I have to tell him, look, I'm going to be in charge of this right. and you can handle this. Right. So we kind of assign the roles. And my nature is to uh, adapt. So, like, I know the funny thing in relationships is what we're going to eat. Right. And so you ask me what we're going to eat. Truth, what we're going to eat. <laughs> what we're going to eat is probably the hardest question in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But for me... It's, it's our fights, boy. It's the worst thing ever because, you know, some for some reason, your partner thinks you know what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. But the flip of that is I'm trying to figure out what is going to please you. And so for me, when it comes to shit like that, I'm very submissive because I can find something, you know. I am, I think my palate is a little basic as fuck. <laughs> so, Cook out tray. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, we at a restaurant, right? They got wings. I'm probably going to get the wings. Easy. Yeah, but so I'm in a place where I, to make you feel okay with what we did. Now, if I decide I want to go get fucking hamburgers and you're not in a hamburger mood, then we have the balance. But if you mm-hmm. choose where we at, I can decide what's going to please me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think people <laughs> people don't think about that part when it's your turn to pick what you want to eat. Right. Because I always know what I want to eat. My problem is, uh, are you, you going to want to exactly. eat that? So I think that is an issue. And I think that's the same with life. Yeah. Like, some, like people have what they think that life is going to be, mm-hmm. what their life looks like. But I don't know specifically that. But I know what I want and what I don't want. And so if we can get into a place where, you know, you want to buy this new car. And I'm like, okay, we can get the car. But does it fit what I think we need? You know what I'm saying? Right. And we can adjust. Like, if you want a two-door, it's like, but why would you get a two-door if you know you got to put shit in the back? Right. So you could help fine-tune it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I I wanted to talk briefly about, (laughs) remember, so for our conflict about not being able to choose what to eat. Right. E and I decided to do odd and even days. I think that's a great idea, but... And I remember us sitting down somehow. I think Jazz was on FaceTime, and me and E were having a conversation where we're going to eat. Oh, it's an odd day. Right. You got to pick today. So I have odd days. Eric has even days. But when we were picking this decision, it's we didn't... It's calendar-based, the days of the week. We didn't know <laughs> if we were doing it by Monday. Sunday is day one. <laughs> Monday is day two, and I e- always thought it was what day of the week, like what date, like right. if today's the first, that's an e- uh, odd day. Yeah, so I'm thinking by the calendar date, E is thinking by days of the week, <laughs> and it turned into another argument. So if you guys, if you're listening and you want to make it easy to pick a day, make sure. I mean, somebody could get odd, somebody can get even, but make sure you specify if it's by the calendar date or days or the of the week. week. <laughs> right. So that's a little life hack. That is a little that's life hack. That's something we I do. I like text alert that one. Text, text alert, alert that one. odd and even days. To figure out what you're going to eat. Right. So I want to talk about conflict resolution in our relationships. How do we, because earlier you said that 
you and Jazz got into a, a tiff about you not telling her all the details about Life. where you were at, right. at on Friday. Right. So your conflict resolution in that scenario was just a hang up. Or no, she it was not. Up? She hung up on me. How do we... <laughs> <laughs> she hung up on me. How do we get anywhere? It wasn't that. It was like... Do you guys normally handle situations like that? We don't usually have... Our situation usually is I say something that goes too far. She gets upset at it. She doesn't want to talk to me no more. And to get whatever it is that takes to, for her to calm down and realize it. Me, I don't usually care. And I, it's like, bro, we haven't done anything that's deadly to the other person. Do you... This is a, this is a good question. <laughs> like, so do you think that... She hangs up to get a reaction out of you? No, I think she hangs up to deal with it internally. Okay. So she doesn't say things that, you know, she didn't mean or things that it don't come out right. I think it's for her to calculate her thoughts before she says what she has to say. There'll be plenty of times that we're in a text and it'll just stop and then she'll be like, well, this is what I meant. And it's just, I, I think that's a good way to resolve it. But for me, I don't, I don't. Like, bro, this is my fourth real relationship. And I've done all of the back and forth that I can do. Right. I'm not arguing with anybody about anything unless it's serious. Yeah, you got certain stuff that you're not putting (laughs) up with. Not even not Not, putting up with, but it's just, it's not, it's pointless, bro. Maybe putting energy into it? Yes, it's, it's like, you know, I'm an asshole a lot of the times. And you know this, like... You know I can be an asshole sometimes. And you know that it's never malicious. And obviously I can't control how you react to it. But I think when she takes the break to analyze it and realize maybe it wasn't that that bad. What kind of asshole stuff are you doing? You know, I I might tell too many jokes. (laughs) Oh, oh, so you want to be funny. (laughs) You know, and, and I think sometimes the jokes may, like, play on... Uh, insecurities she may have. So, one of my like like one of my favorite jokes is the hoes. Oh, like regardless of what the question is, my answer is the hoes. Yeah, like, there's oh. only so much of the hoes you can right, hear. and it's just like it's not me, you know, doing it on purpose. It's just that's what comes out. Like it's just coming out. You know, I'm changing, bro. I've, you gotta understand. I was the hoes for a while. And so I've been, that was the answer that I would give. And it's just, it's not me. I don't know. I, just, I don't think a lot of times. I yeah. Just be so it comes bullshit. off as being an asshole. Yeah, I just be on some bullshit. Sounds like a misunderstanding Yeah, I for the be, most part. I be on some bullshit often. You know, it's just me just living. Like, you're not thinking about it and thinking about how it affects her. It's just me talking. Like, we are having a candid conversation. We've been on the phone for three hours. You ask right. me a question, the hoes. So most of your conflicts come from you yeah, being an asshole, probably, and then is resolved by right. you making up, having as- to be apologetic or <laughs> considerate or empathetic or whatever it may be. So, what does your resolution look like? A callback? Um, it depends. Like the ep- our our uh, apology episode, I really got feel like, yeah, I might fucked up, and so then, you know, I'll. Figure out what it what I need to say or realize what I did, mm-hmm. and then we go from there. But a lot of times, 
I I don't find a lot of seriousness in the shit that goes on in our relationship. We don't really have that many arguments about nothing. That's good. That's good. So, I mean, <laughs> you just fixing it. I, for some reason, I feel like this is going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when is my turn? <laughs> when is you and E? And you and E, either, you the, because I, you know what? It's you that always says the fucked up shit. And I know for a fact that it's you. Oh, it's me. Oh. <laughs> um, my issue is that I don't say anything. Oh, so it turns into E getting his feelings off, and then me just being quiet because I'm internalizing it and I'm trying to think where I went wrong or what I should say. So I end up not saying anything, which turns into him. You, you know, E is passive aggressive. So if I don't catch the signs, I'm just going to miss it. Right. Um. For instance, this is going to sound really messed up, but Friday, I woke up happy that it's Friday. I just woke up and, you know, I've been getting used to waking up at 730 because that's what time he he gets ready for work and, you know, the breakfast club (laughs) is playing. You got to see the face that she's making. I've gotten over it because before I was pissed, okay? But now I'm used to it because, you know what? I'm going to just wake up. Right. You know, my day doesn't get started till 930, but I'm going to wake up at 730 anyway. So he's waking up and I feel like he's a talker in our relationship. So he's telling me something about his night and how he was sleeping and he had to wake up in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I'm going to sound like an asshole. (laughs) But he was like, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and I couldn't go back to sleep and I had a horrible time sleeping. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) And so he just continues getting ready, and I don't think nothing of it. Don't you know he come back in the room and say, you know, it's really rude that X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yo, I didn't even know that's how you felt. (laughs) But I had to give him his applause because he doesn't normally do that. So I was like, I didn't realize that that's how you felt about that situation. Right. I should have been more responsive about it. And I'm working on that. But when I'm in, it's the morning time, bro. Right. I'm just waking up. I'm trying to get myself together. Right. I'm thinking about what I'm going to do. Facts. So normally that situation would have turned into him holding on to those feelings throughout the day and then bringing it up later. Mm-hmm. So that's how most of our arguments go. It's just like his bottled up emotions coming out at weird uncomfortable times and i'm like bro we gotta talk about this right now and i think that's the crazy part you said that that's me with everybody though like i um i came over here last week to do something and i don't remember what that was but i hadn't been asleep at all for maybe like two hours and i got up and i came in here and i came in here and i was like bro i'm trying to figure out a way to quit Right. And I was just on some bullshit that day, but it was just me being tired. But right. I was tired out and I took it out on everybody. I was I was fine, like <laughs> like like physically fine, but it was just let's just be rebellious today because I haven't <laughs> been asleep. So it's me I'm acting trying to figure out. out Yeah, it was just me acting out. Like <laughs> I was like, Oh, Meesey's on one too. Yeah, I was on some bullshit. And it was just I it was on everybody. I was taking it out on jazz, it was been an asshole to her, it was been an asshole to y'all. And it was just it wasn't like intentional, bro. It was just that's how it was coming off. And yeah. it was just like I realized that I probably shouldn't do that as often. It's all right. It's all right. We're working on it. We're working on it. So, I mean, as far as us resolving our conflicts, I 
after I realized that we're in a space where we need to talk about it, I really try my best to sit down and and talk about it. But uh, I have a hard time. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Like I just have a hard time admitting that I'm wrong. I don't have a hard time apologizing anymore. Um, but I just have a hard time identifying what's really going on because I want everything to be good. Yeah. But that leads to stuff building up and then coming out weird places. So. All right. Yeah. That yeah, I probably, yeah, I probably should put more, take more seriousness in our relationship because shit that don't bother me probably bothers her. Exactly, so. and that's something that you have to think about when you're in a relationship. Yeah, and that's hard. Like, how am I supposed to know that you was really serious right. about you waking up at three o'clock? But today, this was the last straw, right? Because right. I've been doing this for a minute apparently, and this was it. Like, right. I was like, oh shit, you really mad? Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I'm a. I, I didn't know this was the straw that brought the camel's back. My this bad. was it. My so fault. we just yeah. Um, the last thing I want to touch on is our stressors and how they play out in our relationship. I don't know about you, but I be, I be stressed. I be stressed. And that turns into stress eating and just a buildup of emotions. And sometimes when I let it out, it, E is on the, the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way? Does that happen to you? I could say yes, but it's not a, I don't ever blow up. Yeah. I I don't ever blow up. I'm not like spazzing, but I definitely. Mine is just like, bro, you keep asking me. So now I finally had to tell you. Mm -hmm. But like, if you just leave me alone, I can figure it out. And like, I did some reflecting the other day. Ooh, ooh, you grown. (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) Reflecting. And I. And I realized that I didn't, I didn't know how to love, and I didn't know how to accept love from people. No Mizu, that's who a it is. that's a big one. Like that is big. And I realized, you know, looking at like even with the dinner we went to the other day, it was actually after that I was in the car and I realized my parents loved me but they never showed me love they showed me responsibility Mm -hmm. so it was more so uh you can do a b c and d but it was my responsibility like yes we can have fun and i can show you how i love you but it's more so this is because you're my kid you know what i'm saying it's more so like that and so then i realized growing up I've only I've only known responsibility, not love. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I turned sixteen, I got a job, and so since then everything has been you do work, you do work for money because that's what's going to provide your lifestyle. And so I've all I've never known. Like I just realized earlier, fuck, like I heard that I don't know what my dad wanted to do when he was little. Right. Like and I don't know what he thought his dreams were. Yeah, that's stuff you need to know. But the other day when the car having a conversation about my life, everything he kept saying was money based. They're not gonna you're not gonna wanna do something because it's money. You need to do what you wanna do, but make money from it. And I'm just like, bro, I like to do shit because I like to do shit. Money isn't always the basis. And every time we have an argument, it becomes something like that. And so then I realized in relationships, it's not love based because the love is implied. It's responsibilities. I think I'm supposed to take you out. 
to show you that I love you. Oh, so you're... I think I'm supposed to buy whatever because I think it shows you. And so I may be jaded because when I was young in relationships, I did those things. Valentine's Day, I would spend my last to buy a gift for a girl. Yeah. When in instance, I probably, you know, I didn't have to. But you've seen how that played out for you and your experiences. But... have you ever seen your parents show love to each other? Did you have that like role model? I like for a long time. I don't know because I don't ever know when the time to ask these questions are. Yeah. Like last night would have been probably the perfect the time because they were together to mm-hmm. ask these questions. But it's like, yo, let's not kill the vibe with these fucking questions. And so, like, my dad married, went on to marry somebody else. But in my developing years, I wasn't there for it, to see it. So I don't know. It wasn't nothing personal, I don't think. I don't know why. You just don't have those examples. I just don't have that example. And my mom dated, like, a couple times, like, four guys throughout my life. But it ain't like an example of something I saw. Because it's not consistent, and that's not yeah, something like, that you want to follow. And it's like, bro, like, the guys, it wasn't like she was out here. It was just she had long-term relationships with four guys that yeah. I saw. And I mimicked my life like that, too. I, I've only been in four relationships. <laughs> like, And uh, I tried to figure out, like, why is everything not important to me? So, uh, me and Jazz have this thing about she doesn't like that episode where I was in here, Fear Factor, if anybody wants to go back and listen. Yeah. A synopsis is I basically came in here and I was talking about how I didn't think I was going to be able to find somebody else because of the last relationship I was in was it. I thought it was it. And what I had to realize was... In that episode, I was just talking from the heart. Mm-hmm. And what I meant to say, like what that meaning was, I found somebody who loved me, right? And she gave me all, she gave me love. Yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> and I ruined that love. And so if I figured, if I ruined a love that I had gotten, how was I ever going to be able to be with somebody else that gave me love? Without knowing mm-hmm. what you know now, right? Which is that. So I was you... thinking I didn't love her. I loved the thought of having somebody who loved me, right? And that was the example that I knew. That was the only example you knew was, at that time yeah, from a relationship. I thought that was the example, and so it's not me still being in love with the person. It's just loving what I thought that was. I ruined the relationship before that. By thinking, this is what I used to love. This is what used to make me feel love. I've got this with you, but I'm in the middle of it. I don't really see it, but I know what that was. Mm -hmm. And so now I realize that in this relationship with Jazz, that I've got to stop being distant from love. Love isn't a responsibility. It's a thing. (laughs) preaching (laughs) I think that's a text alert like love isn't a responsibility it's just a thing bro like I have like I I I think jazz came into a point in my life where whatever guy had set for me it was that time it needed to happen then 
And uh, it's just like I I feel like everything to provide love is a responsibility, and it don't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's it's gonna take time to you, separate. You've that. gotta you've gotta work at shit in order. You've gotta realize it's gonna it's gotta be solid, but it's only gonna be solid if you work for it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I love you because I told you we were gonna be in a relationship. No, I love you because you are A, B, and C. So if you didn't wash your ass today, that don't mean I love you less. I don't, you didn't wash the dishes. I don't love you less. Mm-hmm. It's not a resp- my love doesn't come with factors. It's just I have to love you and I have to understand. And I have got to learn to accept love that you don't love me because I make a million bucks. Or you don't love me because I have 93 degrees. You love me just because you love me. Right. And sometimes that's just what the bottom line is. And that's is. just what it is. I, to Chile. I, I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum. Damn. But I I do... I do feel you. I think the word is I have empathy for your situation because I know so many men that they just don't know how to love. And it takes a a very special woman to have that type of patience to teach you what exactly that is. And I think Jazz is doing a good job because matter of fact, she's doing an excellent job because she is very patient patient. and she is working through this with you. But the fact that you are able to realize that is, is like major because you know that it's something that you need to work on. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not that, you know, I don't acknowledge, I see, I don't understand it and I don't see it. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's hard to like pro deprogram yourself from certain stuff. Man, you've been doing this for how, how many years? 28 in two weeks. And then bro. just imagine you thinking that <laughs> like, this is the way that it's supposed to be like, done. It's, it, it hasn't let me down. Like mm-hmm. I've been okay. I'm still alive because of these ways. Yeah. And. I I continue to find love because of these ways. Like, you know but I mean? now you have to keep it, so that's right. going to mean opening up, right? A little bit more. You thought you was open before? Right. Nah, you I, open. I don't know what it is now. <laughs> I think I I'm always my examples of love have been my I seen my dad with my mom, my birth mom, and then I seen my mom, my dad with my stepmom, and that example of love really it really showed me that a relationship takes work you know it it's not just let's show up every day let's just do the same things you do this I do that like you actually have to put the feelings and just be there be supportive like show love give kisses give hugs and that put me into situations where I was just constantly just giving my all into every relationship that I was in. And I made sure that if I said that I loved you, I'm going to show you that I love you. So I'm constantly doing stuff to make E feel like, feel the love. I love you. You see me doing these things. You see me showing up. You see me holding up my word and just being there for you. That's, that's me showing love. And I feel like my definition of love is just, just doing right it's not necessary it doesn't have a title just do it just give your feelings give your all and that's that's how you gotta do it do you ever see yourself 
and realizing, like, I really did this just for E. Yeah. Like, this is why I did this. Yeah. Like, I, if it would have been just me, I wouldn't have did this shit at all. Mm-hmm. And that's something that... You have to do when when you love somebody. Like, I'm doing this for you because this is how I feel about you. I don't want to let you down. Right. I just want you. And it's like you'll think about certain stuff and think about how it will affect them and try to avoid that at all costs. Right. Because it's like though, you're trying to avoid conflict. Right. Even though it may be uncomfortable for you, you'll like, do it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not in the mood to do this. Right. Yeah. Like, staying up on the couch and watching TV because... Right. <laughs> Watching what you want to watch. Or stop watching what you were watching to let him use the TV to play the game. <laughs> that was a that's a hard one. But I do it. But I do it. But I do it. Or, you know, taking I mean, I take all the blankets, you know. He he puts up with that. Somebody said I did that, but I think it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know. And um we're working on it. Yeah, and I, I love y'all dynamic because I I'm always with y'all for some reason. I I third wheel y'all a lot. Why. Yeah, I don't know why. Don't it don't up, put sauce on it, bro. It ends up being a four- <laughs> don't try to put sauce on it, bro. It ends up being a fourth wheel because we always pull jazz into it somehow. She on somebody's so, phone, face right? Face for some reason, bro. But it's and it's just dope to see that because I've seen how y'all like interact and like. He might tell you to do something, and then you be like, "Bro, chill, I got this." <laughs> All and, then the time. The next, and then the next five minutes, like it never happened. Mm-hmm. And so it's like just fun, and like I've been in. We we I don't know why we have this friendship because <laughs> we we do everything together. We like, do. We have been on road trips together, and we've seen like how each other manage and how we all deal with shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, bro, like I think that's why. The like I told E one day I was like, bro, you not gonna be able to get rid of me. No, like, no. I do this podcast and then I'm dating one of your best. You're not gonna be able to get rid of me. Yeah, I think at one point you guys talked about who's gonna get who if a split was ever to happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. do yeah, do you yeah, keep yeah. me I did tell her. I or do you keep E? I act, well, what happened was we had that conversation mm-hmm. first amongst the podcast. If y'all broke up. Okay. And everybody seemed to go with you. So right. I chose to go with E. Oh. Because I didn't want E to be by the Somebody got to be with baby. Right. But that's my dog, bro. I ain't going to leave him out. Right. And so then when it, then me and Jazz had the conversation and I was like, but you know, you and Rez are like homegirls. And then, you know, you and even in that thing <laughs> 10 years deep, where does your loyalty lie at? <laughs> and I'm like, Honestly, I get rid of both of them if I have to, bro. <laughs> just so I don't have to pick a side, bro. I just don't want to have to pick a side in that, bro. Oh, my goodness. I just I, don't. I love you guys, too. Like, I think what's the best the best part about seeing you guys is watching you guys grow through different phases oh, and yeah. just seeing the love grow. We've I mean, I was there dating. from the shooter, yeah. from we've the only, shooting. We've only been together five and a half months, and... To be honest, our relationship has been... I came to the realization, every relationship I've ever had is this one. It has all elements of everything I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. The first five months of this relationship have been really fucking rocky. And I know a lot of it, I take the blame for a lot of it. And, like, I'm just now, it's getting close to where I can feel at peace, you know, a little bit. And once I feel like I've reached this pe- place of peace, I think we're gonna be all right. Y'all good. I, I think we're gonna be all right. Y'all good. Yeah. I 
I got a lot of growing to do in my relationship. It's taught me so much. Things that I have to learn how to be a wife. Like, mm. that's major. And that's something that worries you. It does. It's scary because what if I don't live up to these expectations? But my thing is, what what do you think is going to differ? I'm just learning day by day, honestly. Like what's going to differ? I'm just trying to be the same woman that my stepmom was for my father. Okay. So I'm just trying to make sure I fill those shoes and I just want to be everything. I want him to be the happiest man. And... It's just me living up to my standards. Oh, so it's really an internal battle. It's an internal. It's nothing to do with it. It's nothing to do, but I just want to be the best. I want to be, you know, and I'm sure he thinks I'm the best, right, babe? (laughs) (laughs) Talking talking to your mic. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this relationship has been a growing journey, and I think that's what it's all about, growing together and being able to to keep experiencing things. Right, right. So um, let's take a break, and we'll be back. And we're back. Let's jump into our final thoughts on this uh, conversation. So at the beginning, we prefaced this with, like, a heat check. So Temperature check? Temperature check. If I had to say where I'm at, uh, right now I think we uh, we are, I'm using reference, NBA reference. We might be the Rockets. We James Harden, we getting buckets out here in these streets. We may be losing a couple times, but we still on fire out here. So I think we'll be, we'll, we'll be all right. I, like I said, once I find peace, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I think I have to work on some things. I think right now with my relationship, we're, we're working. We ain't over here playing. Right, right, we working. Right, right. We laying this foundation for the future. Right. Everything we doing now is going to play into what we doing in our future. Right. So that means focusing on the love, focusing on us. That way, if we do decide to bring a life or a four-legged friend into this house, <laughs> it will feel the love. Right. You know? Right. So we working. We here. We ain't going nowhere. Uh-huh. Going green. So, guys, this week we have a group message. Oh, it's going down. (laughs) I know, you know, some episodes we don't get to them because, you know, the conversations just be too good. Right. Like, I know there's been a long episode. Yeah. Listen through. Thank you for hanging in there. You know, we here. We got a group message. And for everybody out there that's going through something that needs somebody to talk to, you can send your group messages to textuallyactivepod at gmail.com. And we are here for you. Right. Because, you see, we we vulnerable, too. Mm -hmm. We let y'all listen to our shit. We'll listen to y'all. Yeah, we talk back. So, this letter goes, Hey, guys. So, I've reached out before. Um, her birthday is 327. By the way, one year anniversary approaching. Oh, it is. Oh, her, no. Her birthday is the, I think, the start date for Texas. Oh, okay. So, we have the same birthday. Right. I'm the girl with the abortion by an ex. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we got an update. I remember that. I do. So, quick update. The healing and all has been well. I've been taking my time working on me, doing me in the areas of my life. So... Since you guys are my friends in real life, I have to fill you in on all the news. All last year, I was being approached by different guys, but never interested in pursuing ones that were coming my way. But now I'm in a different space and open to dating. This one guy who approached me last year has been pretty consistent in regards to being interested in me. I told him then that I wasn't in the space, but he still decided to be cool. So, yeah. Um, Now I'm interested and on the... 
Now I'm interested and on the same page. He is now hard to read and I don't know what to do or how to act. We went on a double date last week with his friends. I'm being honest to me, but to the end of the night, he says, let's keep in touch this week. So I guess at the end of the day, he said, let's keep in touch this week which rubbed me the wrong way. He brought up love languages the last time we talked and I expressed to him how mine's is words of affirmations while his is acts of service. Yeah, because not gestures. I don't think that's the one. I am stepping back into this territory of dating and I feel apprehensive because I'm unsure of what I'm walking into and I don't want to get hurt again. How would you guys approach this situation? And are there specific questions I should be asking in order to make sure there is clarity? Signed, an apprehensive romantic. So, welcome back. We missed you. Thank you for being a long-time listener. We love the updates. Thank you for updating. We're glad to see you back here in these dating streets. But <sighs> it seems like, you know, you started dating him, and then you told him that you weren't ready. So you took your time. You sound like me. And then you jump back in it, but now he's not where you want him to be. He says, let's keep in touch this week when you guys end your double date. And your love language is words of affirmation and his is acts of service. And you're not sure about how this is going to work. What do you think, Muzi? As I heard it, I think I saw some of myself in him. He really wanted to do something. You weren't really with it. So now he may be backing up a little bit, backing away from it a little bit. He's still interested. He just might be backing away a little bit. So from what I've heard, if you, uh, what's this, uh, open your options a little bit, he may pursue a little harder and in in actuality you can then know what you really want to do so i feel like if you and then i know it's like it sounds like a game but it's not a game it's just you need to see where he's really at so maybe you could talk to him and see like yo what what do you what do you want what you trying to do bro because talking to somebody about love languages ain't just a regular conversation people have yeah that's that's a little deeper. Yeah, it's a little that deeper. comes a little yeah, like, when you in it. Yeah, and so y'all ain't really in it. So you really should just see, you know. She a, said he brought it up. Feel the vibes. If he brought it up, then he might be invested a little bit. And you don't know. But, you know, you just got to feel the vibe and see what he really trying to do. If a nigga trying to beat around the bush, go about your business. But yeah. if a nigga sit down and he tell you, I want an A, B, C, D, you might need to flip the table and be invested. Yeah, I think... He is interested because he was interested from the beginning. And now he's just trying to see how serious you are because in the beginning you told him one thing right. and now you're ready. He was ready to go, but then you wasn't. So now he's like, well, I can't really be ready to go because right. she's not ready to go. Yeah, because I'm not sure if she's really ready. So right. maybe he's testing the waters, which then in turn makes you feel like he's not taking it serious. So with all things, I think you just need to talk about it. Right. Like, yo, I said I was serious, but... Are right. you serious too? Or right. 
should we go our separate ways or should we just keep it safe at where we're at? Right now, it's not the time to be passive aggressive. Yeah, I think you need to just jump in. Right. At no point during dating do I say just talk to one person at all. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I think you if should keep not, your options that's open. Not your, that's not your nigga. No, that's not your man. So, yeah. don't yeah. miss out on anybody else right. trying to pursue this one guy right. because y'all not even together. Y'all just dating. Facts. So, ask for clarity. Definitely ask him, you know, are you ready to take this next step with me? Because I'm serious. Right. And see what he says. Right. If he backs off, then keep doing your thing. Right. If he says he's serious and he's all in, right. fill up that trust meter I, and jump into it. Because I love to emphasize there's nothing wrong with being by yourself. Nothing at all. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you just I have some of the best times with myself. Sitting there, enjoying my own company. Watching Tiana Trump. So, oh, wait a minute. What? (laughs) (laughs) So let us know how that goes. We look forward to hearing back from you. Thank you for listening week by week because we've been in this game for a minute. 327, right around the corner. Yeah, right around that thing. All right. And to everybody out there listening, again, you can send your group message to textuallyactivepod at gmail.com. And we will be here for you with all the things we can give you. Now, the baby maker. Uh, you are not tuned in to WMEZ. Measy here with the this week's baby maker. This week's baby maker is by Walker. It is entitled "It's Not Her Eyes" here on WMEZ. It's not her eyes. It's not her smile. It's not the way she looks tonight. It's not her touch, her look of love creates the way I feel inside. And if she says she's moving on, the sunshine in my life is gone. And I'd rather spend it all alone, and that's the lie. Yeah, I'd rather be all by myself and never feel this way to someone else. And I won't ever put her on the shelf or even try. It's not her name. That was Walker. It's not her eyes that has been added to all the baby makers. I need y'all to know these baby makers are all, all on all the streaming sites. It's a playlist. Type in Textually Active on your favorite streaming site, Spotify, Tidal, uh, Apple Music. I might do SoundCloud. I don't know yet. But you just type Textually Active in. It should come up. You can see the list of everything I've heard. Uh, there was a couple that didn't have uh, the apps. It was a sp- uh, SoundCloud link. Now they're in there too. So y'all can go listen to them. So be sure to, if you listen to R&B, you, play R- you make R&B, you can send it to at Measy Boulevard and be like, yo, I think this is a good one. On all the platforms, and we can get it down. We can get it there. That's it. Oh, we got memes. Yo. Oh, we got memes. We got memes. We got memes. All right. So I'm scrolling through my files, and god damn, I got so many memes. I am going to go with this one. Okay. I think some souls have a way of connecting without our knowledge. That's why you can meet someone for the first time, but inside you just know. You know it is not the first time you felt them. Mm. And that goes for all my people out there falling mm. in love with their soulmates. I mean, you feel it. Mm. You know it. Mm. 
This ain't our first time. Mm. <laughs> what you got? Man, fuck all that lovey-dovey shit you want. I feel like God gonna have a tough decision letting me in. Like, yeah, I gave to the homeless people some money, you know. <laughs> but my Pornhub searches was a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you watch that Tiana Trump video, I think... I don't know. On a level of one to five, was that wild? I thought it was a little, it was uncomfortable. I don't know. I like the, I heard it with the sound. And so. And me too. When it came out, the sound got me. I was hooked. Like, that's it. But, yeah. If I would have bust like, <laughs> during that scene and then I would have seen that, I would have felt disgusting <laughs> for the rest of the damn day. I would have been like, wow, you're nasty. I thought it, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was cool. I watched the whole thing. I did just watch the top line clip. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Textually Active. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, use our hashtag Textual Tuesday, and follow us on our socials. They are all down below. And, you know, while you're on our social media, you know, talk to us. We're going to talk back. Yeah, we in here. You know, comment. I know y'all see the post and just like them, but y'all can comment and get in there. We'll yeah. talk back. And we will see you guys next Textual Tuesday. Holla. We out here. Waffles. Waffles, bagels, breakfast. Don't fuck with breakfast. <laughs> Don't fuck with breakfast either. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Textually Active podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.